Welcome to the last episode of Love Your Truth. I'm Isa. I'm Sophia. I'm Becca. And I'm Catherine. Love Your Truth has been a podcast about exploring personal journeys in regards to one's sexuality. Our goal has been to destigmatize the many common misconceptions about sexuality and educate our listeners about the LGBTQIA community. Throughout this series, we've interviewed people from the LGBTQIA community as well as heteros- the, he- the heterosexual community. We interviewed Becca and myself, who are straight, Sophia and Roz, who identify as lesbian, Catherine and Andy, who identify as bisexual, and an anonymous interviewee who also identifies as bisexual. By giving our interviewees a platform to share their story, we hope that we were able to demonstrate how everyone's journey is different and that being who you are is so important. Being true to who you are makes you a hero, so keep loving your truth. Before we completely conclude our podcast i'd also like to touch on one last topic of sexuality before completely concluding our podcast we would also like to touch on the one last topic of sexuality we know that there are many more that we did not talk on just because a of a lack of time and b there's just so many sexualities and gender identities that are true to so many other people so many people and we unfortunately did not get time to really go into depth and just discuss all of them um but one last one we kind of like to bring up a little bit just just one we want to bring up is asexuality and asexuality is defined as the lack of sexual attraction to others and it can be either low or absent interest um in or desire for a sec or for sexual activity it may also be considered as sex as a sexual orientation or the lack therefore it also may be categorized more widely to include a broad spectrum of asexual um, sub-identities. And just one like misconception, I'm not speaking from personal experience, but I have some friends who are asexual, and they've told me this over and over again. And a very big misconception is that asexual people don't want to get in a relationship where they can't fall in love, and that is incorrect. They can, they just don't... They're not interested in getting, like, like... And being in a relationship simply for the sexual aspect of it. Yeah. Thank you, Rebecca. I didn't know how to word that. Yeah. They, they're not in it for the physical aspects of relationships. They are in it for the emotional attachments. And they want to, they want that, they want that, but they're not, they don't look for the physical attractions. Can I say also? um, Yeah. Some asexual people are willing to have sex with their partners if their partners really want it, but asexual people don't necessarily go out of their way to find a sexual relationship or a sexual interaction with another person. Mm-hmm. And that's just what the A in the LGBTQIA, that's what the A stands for, just to clarify. Mm-hmm. Um, during this... Um, this series, we have all learned a lot about the LGBTQIA plus community. Uh, personally, I learned a lot from Roz in particular about um, not saying sexual preference and saying sexual orientation instead because apparently sexual preference was previously used as a way of saying, yeah, they prefer it and they cho- therefore they choose to be, to have a different sexual preference than a heterosexual person or sexual, yeah. And uh, I think I didn't realize that saying sexual preference was 
offensive to some people. And so I've learned to now say sexual orientation instead. Um, yeah. Um, so I just want to touch on, sorry, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to touch on some repeating themes that we see throughout each of our episodes. And these are an internalized homophobia or transphobia occurring for people who identify with the LBGQIA plus community and the importance of understanding your own security and comfort levels before coming out. So again and again, with every interviewee, we saw that it's important to be comfortable and to just feel secure where you come out. You know, there's no one, um, there should be no one pressuring you. It's really something that is personal and special to you. And that's like, I think that's a big thing we want to be a takeaway from this podcast. If anything, if you are in the closet, please just make sure you are comfortable before you come out. Um, I think that's just something that's so important, you know, for your mental health, for your well-being, just make sure you're comfortable with how you come out, when you come out, um, and try not to feel pressure from society. Just don't come out at all if you don't want to, that's fine. Um, So that's one reoccurring theme. And going back to the first reoccurring theme of internalized homophobia, um, we see that's like a big issue. Um, I felt that, and I think pretty much everyone has, if you identify with any of the terms we've gone over. Um, It's pretty terrifying and to like kind of accept yourself in a society where it's not the norm. And so that moves me on to my last repeating theme. We all kind of throughout the episodes would say, I want to see this from society. And before I, I'm going to hand this off to Isa because Isa, I feel like gives a great kind of um, explanation just of like what society should expect from each other, what we should expect in the future and how we can make it easier for our future generations to accept themselves. And before I hand it off, I just want to say, Roz said it beautifully when yeah. they said it in the last episode, policies change when you change public opinion and they're absolutely right we need to change the public's opinion in general in society to improve things for the future so with that i'm just going to give it off to like isa if you want to add anything about what we want to see from society moving on in the future yeah um that was really beautifully put um i think um going off of what you said we need to institute a better educational system that not only just brings awareness to um, the possibilities of identity at a younger age, but not just like an education about the LGBTQIA plus community, but an education that teaches acceptance and compassion. Um, Because then I feel like kids would grow up with less, hopefully less of an internal less of just you know being afraid to be different being afraid to stand out being afraid of being shamed like it would just be such an amazing society to live in where we could all just accept ourselves um and accept each other for who we are and um just like overall um accept people for who they are like their identity is none of your business you know um focus on your life and be kind and respectful to everyone and um 
even if you're not a part of the LGBTQIA plus community, like this is an important message that you can take away from this podcast is just to learn to love yourself. And I think we're all working on it. I'm definitely still working on it. Um, but I think a relevant quote that I mentioned earlier, I think it was the first podcast, um, was just love yourself first because that's who you're going to be spending the rest of your life with. Um, embrace yourself. You know, it's like I have repetitively said, you know, it's something that we're all working on and especially with society's norms and the perfect little boxes that we're all supposed to fit into. That's a hard thing to do is just to accept yourself and not compare yourself to others. Um, But I think slowly, if we can learn to do that, we will just be so much happier. And I think also a lot of people who like to um, pick on others or especially maybe people of the LGBTQIA community is they don't feel comfortable with themselves. Maybe they're afraid that they're also a part of the community deep down or they just they don't love themselves so I think by working on this like we can all just be a more supportive like create a more supportive environment Um, Mm -hmm. definitely I know um this book we're reading Siddhartha for our English class it had this quote that I like and is a very I don't know it's something that my family likes to practice a lot and it's basically don't worry about others because the only person you can control is yourself like if you see somebody doing something wrong obviously try to help them and like try to like try to not change the way they're doing stuff but like maybe help them back onto the right path so if you see someone stealing and you want to help them be a better person you'd help them then but if you see someone like just live in their truth and just straight vibing like don't (laughs) and you don't agree with what they're doing don't like go over and trying to help them change to like go on the right path that you feel is right if it's not 100 percent black and right black or white and being like oh this is wrong don't don't do it if it's about (laughs) how someone is expressing themselves how they like who they identify or what they identify as don't try to change their mind because when people start doing that is when things go wrong. Um, and it's it's very frustrating because that's when a lot of, like, to touch on what Kathy was saying again, internalized homophobia happens. Just a lot of people end up, like, the mental health gets terrible. Um, mm-hmm. Like, it just diminishes because they constantly are being, like, judged and, like, shown kind of like oh this you should be the proper way you're not you're like you're not right and it that's just i I don't know it just it's the root of the problem can i add yeah (laughs) so i was kind of like thinking the same thing it's like whether we like realize it or not what society says and does like in majority proportion is what's going to creep into the back of our head. So like, you know, I think we said in an earlier episode, like even in preschool, 
if the parents see a girl and a guy in the sandbox and they're like, ooh, is that like your little girlfriend, your little boyfriend? And it might seem like a joke, but it's really not. It's like you're creating um, like this idea that there's only one option and enforcing this idea of heterosexuality at such a young age that it's actually really terrifying to think like if one of those um, people did not identify as heterosexual, it might just be so awful going forward in life if they think that's the only acceptable option. And I hope yeah. that's what we can change. Like that just, I hope that's not how our children feel, our next generation feels. Like it's not only the only option. I hope that everyone just understands how many options there are. Yeah, definitely. That's the, the sorry, the sandbox one. Yeah just reminded me of two stories that I completely forgot about. So when I was little, I was ambidextrous, just because I didn't know my right from left. So I started using both of them. <laughs> so, like, I just... This is the whole thing about society and pressuring. I didn't... I wrote with both hands. Like, I mainly went to my left now. Now that I, like, think about it and know my right from my left, um, I was mainly left-handed, but everybody kept telling me and asking me, oh, what hand do you write with? I'm like, I don't know. I use both. And they're like, no, you can't do that. You have to pick one. And everybody was right-handed, so I just chose, like, I just stopped using my left. That's yeah. a good analogy. Can I say, can I say, um, I feel like we need to try to, like, turn our society into society. Like, this might sound, like, weird, but, like, say, I feel like we should start off, like, the automatic like assumption if if there is one is that somebody's pansexual and provide them with the opportunity to choose from there and like i feel like that would allow people with more chances to like explore and like if you're not interested in somebody then simply don't like ask them out and like i feel like yeah having a preference in gender is like having a preference in like hair color or like in like yeah flavor. exactly i mean it's like if you don't like them or if like let's say somebody asks you out like if i'm a girl and another girl asks me out i'll say sorry i'm not interested that's as far as it has to go you know like i think it's just that simple and like we shouldn't have to like explain ourselves and stuff like that and like i feel like like it's it's hard to it's also tell like especially like you can't ever tell if somebody is like a certain has a sexual has a sexual has a certain sexual orientation and so like i feel like being really close-minded about other people's sexual orientations is gonna lead to a lot of disagreements like if i were to be asked out by somebody who i'm not attracted to and i said ew i'm not interested in you like that's so mean that is like that's yeah. just messed up what's the re like why would why would i say that and so, like, all I have to say is say, like, no, thank you. And I feel like that can go for, like, anybody. If you're not interested in them, then simply don't date them. And, like, that's as far yeah. as it has to go. You don't have to be mean about it. You don't have to, like, say, you, why are you, like, attracted to me? Stuff like that. Like, that's just unnecessary. Yeah, I feel like it mm -hmm. literally all just comes down to having respect and showing respect. Just flat out being kind and considerate to people mm -hmm. yeah and if you're curious about something or like i don't know it, i don't it should be taught at an earlier age and 
like there should be ways for you to figure out stuff on your own too like that we went like we didn't even though we didn't talk to a lot of different groups in our podcast a lot of like i still learned a lot and it's like i like to think i'm very open-minded and i know quite a few things but there's still it sometimes it shocks me how little i do actually know outside of my own like world right and it's like there should be so many more ways to figure this stuff out and it's it's just like it kind of sucks sometimes because it's like mm-hmm. it's harder can i to accept something say, if you don't know where it's coming or if you don't know the reasoning Sophia, can I yeah go you, for it do you mean like figure it out do you mean like understanding like helping you realize that you have a like that you have a different or sexual orientation than heterosexuality. Um, like what do you mean by both? Figure it out? Yes, yes and no. I mean, I'm definitely like figure it out. I do mean that is that, but I also mean stuff that isn't what you identify as, and you know for a fact that that isn't you. Like I know, like I'm not transgender and I'm not asexual, but I still want to figure out all these things about it because I'm interested and it's someone else. Someone else still identifies as that and I want to be able to like accommodate and like not yeah. be, not have these misconceptions mm-hmm. that could really offend or hurt people. And I, I don't want to hurt yeah, anybody. Yeah, of course. And um, so you mean like in terms of like teaching in like schools, like you want there to be more access to information about these topics from an early age that everybody knows so that there are yeah. a lot less misconceptions and a lot less like bigotry towards these topics because we're so ignorant about them. Can I add yeah, on it's, Yeah, go for it, um, Not only do we need to, you know, have some sort of educational um, system that teaches us, but I feel like it just needs to be normalized. It needs to be yes, normalized 100%. at a younger age. Like, for, for instance, uh, the other night at the dinner table, like, the LGBTQ um, IA+, like, that whole topic just kind of came up at the dinner table. And I was trying to teach my younger brother, who's 12, um, I think it, it was about non-binary. We were just discussing, you know, I was trying to, I was, I, I was talking about my podcast, and um, we were just discussing it. And every time I mentioned the word like sexual orientation or um, sexuality like he would like shut his ears and he's like ah don't say that word that's a bad word and like he'd get totally yeah, freaked it, out words, and I'm like Xander yeah. I'm not talking about like intercourse I'm talking about like someone's like <laughs> intercourse. gender I'm talking about you know, who they identify as but he like basically any word that came out of my mouth that had to do with being gay being trans like he was just so like not used to it so it made him uncomfortable and I think that's just such a big issue that we have now that it makes people uncomfortable and that shouldn't be the case because we're supposed to be a progressive society that's accepting people you know that's what many people are trying to preach and trying to make happen but it's still not happening happening because it's not completely normalized yet I really hope that our listeners, um, whoever you are, were really able to take away something from our podcast. I personally learned a lot. And um, thank you. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Uh, if, you, if you're listening to this, I hope you got something out of it. I certainly did from like talking about it. But if you didn't, then 
Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Um, we really hope that these issues aren't still relevant in 50 years or even 10 years or five years. I mean, we really just want change and we hope that this played its part. So thank you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening to our podcast and each episode. Obviously, this isn't as deep as we could have gotten, but uh, this is, I feel like, for what little we did, we learned so much, and hopefully you, uh, the people listening did learn, learned as well, um, and everyone just continues to love who they are, and embrace yourself, Be have positive self-talk, have, don't, like, think about yourself in the negative because there already there, there's already so much hate in the world why do you want to put some more into you because at the like you're only you're the only person that matters like your opinion is the only one that matters why tell yourself that you suck when you really don't like, like just love yourself live your truth love your truth <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's why we named this podcast that we want everybody to embrace who they are yeah, but because I would that's... also like to say, I feel like we've also kind of been pushing, like, coming out and stuff. If you're, like, if you don't feel comfortable coming out to certain people or, like, in the environment that you're in, then you don't have to come out. Like, you can keep it a secret for as long as you need to. But, I mean, that doesn't mean right. you shouldn't love yourself either way. Yeah, maybe not even a secret, but, like, just private. Yeah. You don't have to view it as a dirty secret or you just don't have, don't feel like coming out. If you're not comfortable with the label that you think you are. Yeah, if you think it's like a dirty word or something, or you're not comfortable saying that and like looking yourself in the mirror and saying, I am blank, then maybe wait some more time until you're comfortable. Yeah. Do what makes you feel the most happiness, the most loved and the most comfortable you can get <laughs> because it's your life. And we sure. should just use our time to, you know, try to enjoy as much of it as we can. Mm hmm. All right. I think that concludes our final episode. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much Thank for you. listening. Have Deuces. a nice life.